Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Level 99. I'm your host, Pete, podcast about all things tech-related. DevOps, cloud, you name it. So, this week, I'm going to get into the topic of does size matter? <laughs> and what I mean by that is size of the industry right the size of the the company that you want to work for you know there's a lot of stereotypes around large organizations mid and small startups things of that nature and i will tell you that for my own firsthand experience i have worked in medium actually i've worked in three of the four a small and medium and a large organization having done a startup and I don't think I, I want to. So let me get into the pros and cons and with some of my own experiences and folks that I have met. So I have met one of two folks now who have actually started in a, worked at a startup. One of them enjoyed it due to the fact that there was no, kind of like what you say in a normal organization, right? There's no structure there's no hierarchy kind of what you expect in a silicon valley startup right just you are number five employee and that's about it so the cool thing about startups is that yes you can make a ton of money or you can make no money but because of the nature of a startup you also run the risk of being bought out and if a competitor or a bigger organization buys you out, then either they have the option of retaining you or letting you go. Now, this can be said for a startup, small, and a mid-sized company. Larger companies are a little bit harder to buy, right? The, the likelihood is a little bit smaller, but it is possible, right? Just recently, not I guess recently, but Elon Musk did try to buy Twitter and that fell out. And Twitter is not a cheap or small organization to pay for. Now, the good thing about joining a startup and being a fairly new or in the, when I say new, in the ground running when during its inception is you will know everything in and out. Your job title doesn't necessarily mean what it is. You will be doing everything. But at the same time, if it is a startup that has some sort of revenue, you'll also be getting compensated fairly well. I know a software engineer who is working on the East Coast, but the company is out in Silicon Valley, and he's making well over 200K. And I'm like, that's awesome. But I, for myself don't feel comfortable with a startup. It's just a personal preference, right? Same thing how some people like to be uh, full-time employees versus contractors, right? Because there are some pros and cons in that. And now that as I'm saying this, that does sound like a cool topic to get into another day. Now, I did work at a small organization. And this was where I did an internship at. And this one was very interesting so everybody knew each other and if they didn't they knew their like one off right so 
either the manager, director, or somebody in that department. And the organization that I did work at, uh, I think at the time it was less than 2000, at least for the corporate side, it was very small footprint. And the, the part that I did like, and this was before telework was normal. Uh, most people would only be able to take uh, work from home once a week. So it wasn't that of a norm, but me being an intern was a great experience at a small organization for the main fact that I got to go bug anybody I wanted using the excuse of, of my work. So I was a front end administrator and when people needed my help and they were from various different organizations, right? It could be security. It could have been a uh, different branch of security where they did the, like the, what are the, like the red team, blue teams, uh, database folks, uh, engineering, networking, uh, marketing. I met everyone. I don't think there was a department I didn't get to meet. I even met the finance folks. Granted, I didn't uh, ask a lot of questions for the departments that were outside of tech, but regardless, I did take advantage of my internship to kind of talk to people. So, you know, after the the main spew was over, I helped them and everything was good and dandy or whatever. I would always ask them if, hey, I was like, hey, can I just ask you something unrelated to this for a few seconds? And um, they would say, sure. And I would ask them about their job, what they do, um, what the day to day looks like and how they got involved. And 99% of the time, they were so happy to talk about what they do because who doesn't want to talk about themselves? Uh, I remember this was again early in my career when I didn't know I didn't like database, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, so what is what is SQL? Uh, what is Oracle? What is what is all this stuff? Can you show me that?" And he's showing me all this crazy stuff that he was working on, uh, inner joins, outer joins, all this all this crazy crap. And I'm just sitting there like, "Oh my god, I hate this." <laughs> I was like, "No thanks," and then so on and so forth, right? And that's the one thing I liked about it is one, it, because of how small that company was, it was very easy for me to kind of step into another department and just ask questions, know folks. If I ever ran into any problems, I knew exactly who to go ask for help. You know, and I'm not saying you go escalate and you shake your tree down. No, but you can be like, hey, man, like, you mind helping me out with this real quick? I, I got this ticket in. It's been pending. Maybe if you or somebody else on your team might be able to hook me up. And they usually do. And then the return, the favor usually comes back and you do the same for them. So that is the one good thing about it. But the bad thing about it of a small company is that promotions and raises are hit or miss and it really does come down to the department um like the one i was in we didn't i could have stayed there to become a potentially get an offer but i didn't want to risk it because i would have had to wait another six to a year to find out if we were going to be reorged and as common as reorgs are in a lot of organizations we were literally being shifted from one department to another and and being a smaller knit group it happens a lot more in smaller organizations because as you're growing expanding you're like eh, this doesn't make sense let's just send you over here and there are tons of 
what I noticed managers are directors without directs. So that was also something that was kind of common. I would say that being in a small company, at least on a technical side, gives you a great opportunity to learn a great deal. Again, you don't have to go through a lot of the ticketing and the, the approval process and all that hassle. You want to do something, do it, right? You just go to a direct manager, you get approval and for if it needs a, a funding for, for like any cost associates with it's not, you just do whatever you want. Again, within reasonable aspects, I'm not saying you just go and start Bitcoin mining uh, on your company's ADBus cloud, no. But if you have an interest of doing a POC on a container or doing a POC on, I don't know, oh, whatever, you have a lot of that flexibility, right? You don't need to get a lot of these access and approvals and so on and so forth. You can just kind of go do it. And then obviously, since you've networked, you can yank other people in and be like, yeah, I got a quick question to bug you. The next one is going to be about medium sized organizations. Now, medium sized organizations, inside the sweet spot but you still have in my experience the benefits of doing all the cool shit that you were doing in a small organization as well not not as much but definitely so uh i was very fortunate to be in a department that i had a a a senior cloud uh senior architect to be exact and he had this i don't give a fuck i'm gonna do because this is what is a right attitude and i love that and i you know coming out of my internship being in this position in this company i would take any opportunity to tag along with them to learn everything that i could so all the, the best practices skill sets and things that i have learned have been because of him the most important skill in small and a medium-sized organization has been a very useful skill that is might seem common sense, but you'd be shocked how hard it really is to find people that do this, is using Google. And he would always say, like, hey, did you Google it before you asked me? I'm like, hell yeah, I Googled it. What are you talking about, right? <laughs> so we go back and forth and we kind of figure things out. So comparing a medium to a small, uh, do I have the option of, networking with people across orgs not as much no but because our departments are slightly bigger than my previous one i got to find really cool and talented people within that i didn't really need to worry about uh getting putting in tickets we all will do each other favors we would uh help each other out the best we could. You know, I'd had no part in doing any data center work, but because of this one specific team that would always help me out when I first joined, because my, it's a long story. But anyways, um, I would take any opportunity given to me to return that favor of when they were saying they were shorthanded or they really needed help because of so many boxes, I would just volunteer and let my boss know like, hey, I'm going to go to the data center and help them out just because they done so much for me when I had started. And it's, it's a lot of things like this, that you, connections and things you build 
in a small organization rather than me meeting and talking with so many other teams and departments like the small one you really get to work very closely with one or two departments that are i would say in parallel to you so uh the last one i did was they work very closely with this, the infosec team and i got to meet some incredible people i got invited to live pen testing demonstrations it was awesome and it wouldn't have been possible if i hadn't just you know gone straight and talked to people now the same can be said for someone who has gone through the same journey and not kind of put themselves out there to socialize network and kind of break these barriers down it's not easy you know i struggle with it all the time it might sound like an easy thing but you you really just gotta take the plunge sometimes because worst case if someone doesn't want to talk to you then all right well Okay, like, bye, <laughs> like, no worries, right? And this is kind of the things you need to pay attention to and, and think about as you all are going through your own journeys through these different size organizations. Within the medium size or company, as I kind of mentioned, yes, you have a lot of access to do whatever you want, but funding sometimes can be tight. So are promotions. I saw people that were incredibly talented and smart who were in the same title and position for about five to ten years five being reasonable and that's just the way it was right like the, the, some of the departments were severely underfunded just enough to keep the lights on and some of the other departments within a medium-sized organization were overly funded to do whatever of their liking it just happens right now a large organization you don't know nothing right you it, it sometimes seems like you just are a small wheel in a cog it's kind of normal for a lot of large organizations and it becomes really hard to do that cross team collaborations it's not as easy as it was um, in other uh, size companies and this can be due to various things right the amount of work your team is willing to take because obviously larger size company means larger size amount of work keep that in mind you know my medium and small size companies that i worked at i got to put my own deliverables i got to put my own dates if i said hey i need to, this is going to take some time for me to do it was a lot easier now the cool thing about a larger size organization is you don't know who you're going to meet yeah i have met random people and completely different departments that I didn't even know existed and I am still figuring my way through now right and it's it's interesting and 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 meeting and talking to so many different people and so many different talents and skill sets it's it's very like interesting it's it's like going through an adventure you don't know what you're going to discover and you don't know what those little pockets will will hold and who has what kind of idea available so it's very fascinating in that sense. Technical wise, I find a large organization a lot harder to be very technical in, in, in the sense that you are very limited in access, right? So for every, anything that you want to do, you have to put a ticket in. If you want to sneeze, you probably have to put that in and get a couple of sign-offs. Uh, things can be sometimes very slow because due to a lot of the approvals and processes, it can take time. Now, 
that being said, I have a, a very good buddy of mine who works for BAE and he went through the same process, right? He was not getting the traction and, and the, the technical um, journey that he wanted in there. But then he got transferred to another department that is a very small team. And it's, it's, like, it's like it's a new offering. Can't really talk much about it because, well, um, I think he has a TS. Uh, he can't even really tell me much about it. But regardless, within this new sub department, he has the full flexibility and the full, you know, bandwidth of doing whatever he wants, like I did in a small and medium sized company. Keep it in mind, just because the size of an organization is, you might get lucky in being placed in a department that you have that flexibility. But within a large organization, regardless of the, the technical side of taking so long to do anything um, and, and spinning things up, right? Like sometimes a request can go months on month's end and you're just kind of sitting there like banging your head like, why, dear God? <laughs> I'll just put this on my own AWS account or whatever, right? But all joking aside, if you want to do something, you can also do that as well. So I think I've just been very fortunate in being able to work in a lot of companies that if you have interest in something, people won't really say no. If there are initiatives or different teams are doing uh something cool and you kind of want to like get involved i have yet to be told no on something which is really nice and if you are in that position where you are being kind of told that just know it's not normal uh maybe it might be normal in the industry or in the organization that you might be in but just keep in mind that there are other options i'm not saying for you to move i'm not saying for you to switch i'm just saying if you're not happy then definitely reassess your situation, right? Maybe there's another team within your department that you've heard of those really interesting things that you want to do. See if there's a position open within them so that we can kind of slide over it, that you can start enhancing your career, your skill set, and being more involved. Now, what I have noticed in a large organization, promotions and raises do happen a lot more. And mainly, and if you think about it, it's mostly due to, well, the revenue. I have seen a lot of people get promoted. I've seen a lot of people come, go, tons of hiring, a lot more than the small and medium-sized company. They usually have a certain amount of headcount available. The small one, if they actually wanted to hire a new or open up a new, like a full-time position, it had to be approved by the board. That's how small it was. Larger companies do have better option of kind of matching industry standard salaries. However, you should probably also be bringing to the table industry standard skills, right? So if you're asking for 80 or 120 or 200 grand a year, then you should be bringing in that skill set to back it up. Certs and things, you know, I've mentioned this in the past. I've had a uh, episode on it. Certs will only get you a foot in the door. It does not guarantee you a job at all. So don't even think about it that way. Only thing it does guarantee you is a higher probability of a phone call. That's it. And after that, you're on your own, but like best of luck to you. Um, and I, and I really mean that. So 
keep that in mind. Keeping certs in a large organization, I don't know if it's really helpful, but I have seen a lot of initiatives and in, in like tr- uh, training being hosted by a large organization where medium is small, you really have to fight for it. It was either first come first serve, or if there was a budget, it most likely would be given to folks that were a little bit more senior, if that makes sense, to, to get that where large organization is, hey, who wants in? <laughs> so there really is a slight difference in all three. But if you are early in your career and you want to learn as much as you can, I say find a medium to a small size uh, company, greatly enhance your skills. You will learn a fuck ton of, of, of information. And whether your team or department doesn't do that, don't let that stop you. So when I was at that medium-sized organization, I was hired mainly as a junior sysadmin, and my team specifically only did application management. I put myself into a position where I took over ownership of all of the cloud AWS accounts for my department, and I was running uh, auditing jobs, security scans, um, uh, tons of like scripts for on and off hours, cost saving, essentially what is now known as FinOps. I, I, I took that over. So don't let what your team is doing discourage you in any position in any any uh, industry. But what I'm saying is if you want to learn a great deal, you want to kind of start there and then work your way into a larger organization because you have the skill set, you know what you're doing. And it's able, it's a lot easier for you to educate, guide, and and kind of steer folks into the right direction. I have personally noticed a lot of folks go from medium, small to large organizations for that reason. And I've seen the reverse as well. So it really depends on, on you and what that company is. Because you might say, hey, I really enjoy what this company does, I want to go work for them. That's that's totally a fantastic and a very reasonable option as well. But anyways, I I hope you all learned something new and 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 gain new insight into the different size organizations. Again, I personally would prefer starting if I had to start over, I would not change anything that I have done. I would definitely go, well, I would start over, I guess I would say. Uh, I would, because I did start initially from a help desk position, then I went back to an internship. So yeah, I take that back. If I had to start over, I would go straight for an internship or find a position in a small organization and then kind of work my way up. And you you will, because the benefit of that is you will see how different companies are doing various tasks and and regular practices very well and some other things very bad i've never found a a company that does all of them like exceptional and it's just the way it is but by you having that experience by you seeing that firsthand throughout your journey is what will help you bring that new shift and that new culture to whatever position that you are in, in whatever size 
organization that you are in. Keep in mind, the bigger the company, the slower the change takes, the smaller the company, well, they do move fast and you can make change and things very quickly and a lot easier. So those are my thoughts. Definitely appreciate all of you tuning in, listening in. Much love. Hopefully you all have been learning something new and doing something cool. If you have, definitely feel reach, uh, feel free to reach out to me on level99podcast.outlook.com or you can leave me a message on my Anchor site, anchor.fm forward slash level99. Love to hear from you. Love to get feedback from all of you. And as always, much love. And until next time, take care.